T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. The cash spending is a big fixation of mine. 31st last year, 27th three years prior. Have you been given assurances by Robert or others that you guys will have the freedom to spend this offseason to bring in talent and free agency? We're bringing in talent 1,000%. So have a lot of cap space. Love it. And cash. Yeah. Ready to burn some cash. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. T. That's Higgins good. would be nice. <laughs> T. Higgins would be nice. I wouldn't prioritize him over every other name out there. But how will the Patriots prioritize burning cash, as their new head coach so eloquently put it? I just I can't imagine that going over well with Robert and Jonathan, the team that's 32nd in spending over the last 10 years. Now we're burning our cash? That's not what we want. That's the opposite Ugh. of what we want to do. So I, I imagine a little bristling. Uh uncomfortable shifting in their chair whenever that news trickled up but okay i believe they're going to spend i think they have to spend i think it's in their best interest to spend to become relevant number one and to shift the blame further on to bill who they are scapegoating that's number two we're not cheap bill's cheap bill didn't spend he always had the option to spend look at us we're now spending just get ready for that narrative if they spend it will happen it will happen and i will shoot it down when it happens Uh, that's the final hour of jones and mego no Arcan today. No word on if he's back tomorrow, right? Nope. Haven't seen anything. Haven't gotten any updates. Haven't gotten any feedback about the show. Haven't heard if he liked how Ryan delivered his triple play ideas. Well, that goes without saying. <laughs> he is, he's very possessive of that segment, so who knows? Uh, Arcan returning tomorrow. TBD. TBD. Just again, once his kid gets to daycare, are we going to have to budget like full months off? <laughs> like, how, like, hey, guys. Do they like paternity leave, basically? Hey, yeah, right. Exactly. Hey, guys, May, I'm just going to be out. My kid's starting daycare. I'm just out. Just budget out like four and a half months. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, the old it's days. Fine. We'll have Cadillac in here. The old days where you used to get three sick days. That That's, I mean, we're so far north of that. It's not even funny. Flex time. Uh, Arcand is flexing big time. My on only this. fear is that he actually is listening right now and he's screaming his head off because you know how upset. angry he gets and he's making his voice worse. Yes, yes. Because well, I kind of feel like that's what happened yesterday. I mostly blame the Twitch chat. Uh, they tell him louder all the time. <laughs> it's true. And now he's been louder and he's louder. Arcand. He's strained a vocal cord. It's all right, shut voice. up. Jesus, Jesus. Arcand gets. I don't. He gets mad. 
It's hard no to idea. imagine that that guy wore out his voice over the weekend. Which, by the way, it just the so real happened to reason, be his, his birthday weekend. The real reason he's not here is because he spent the last week and a half celebrating his birthday. Oh, baby. And he's 42 years old. <laughs> Who could have predicted this? Yeah! <laughs> Woo! I mean, I did... I did try to point that out yesterday. I'm like, you're are you sure you're sick or are we just we had a big weekend? But okay, okay. We'll see if he's back tomorrow. <laughs> oh, it's like he's here with us. No, it's like it's like he's in the room. I can almost smell the burps. Um uh, we'll get yeah. to your we'll get to your phone calls, 617-779-7937. Uh, how should the Patriots quote unquote burn their cash, Mego? It's a poll question up now at Jones and Mego, our big question of the day. Is it quarterback, wide receiver, offensive line, or defense? So help me God, if they spend any money on defense in offseason uh, or in the offseason. Uh, how did you vote, Mago, and what do you think they should do with their cash to burn? Okay, I'm sorry to disappoint the Super Pack because they came through. They really thought that they were doing me a solid. Is yeah. offensive line still leading the poll? Uh, yes, 47%. You did not communicate this <laughs> oh, to no. Dixville Notch last night at midnight. You didn't, you didn't do a very good job communicating that. <laughs> Look... The bottom line to me is you got $65 million to burn in this free agency. I don't think you should have to choose between offensive line and wide receivers spending your money there. But if I'm going to pick one area to focus on, I'm going to go with wide receiver. Because if you look at the talent available at each position, it's just stronger top-end talent. And I'd rather you spend on top-end talent than try to spread it around on like nine different guys the way that you did back in 2021. When you look at what is available for tackles, because that's what you need, uh, left tackle, the best candidate out there is really uh, Tyron Smith. He's 34. He just ha- came off an eight-year contract with the Cowboys. He probably wants to have a shot at winning a ring at his age. He's probably going to go back and try to re-sign with the Cowboys. Again, 34. I'm not sure that I would be jumping over the moon to overpay that guy to come in and be left tackle. Guess who the next most desirable, according to PFF, left tackle is in the entire free agency? It's Trent Brown. Like, no thank you. I am totally fine with you going out Maybe you can get T. Higgins. Maybe he'll get franchised and you won't be able to. If you can get Calvin Ridley, even if you can get somebody like a Curtis Samuel, who I know you're not high on, but if he's like the third guy on your depth chart, I'm happy with that. And then at tackle, re-sign Unwenu and try to figure out the rest of your offensive line through the draft and some combination of lower spending and free agency. But we're talking about burning money. Burn that money on the wide receivers. Okay, so you did uh, give the super pack the old okey-doke there. 47% say offensive line 38 percent say wide receiver mego is among that group even though she's like the chief offensive line supporter around these parts why, why are you saying that like i'm on the midday show well because you are i'm not i mean you're not on the midday show but you are a chief offensive line I, supporter i'm sorry what i make this song up was i wrong yes i think you were what they needed was a quarterback was i wrong yeah they needed a quarterback. They, they needed, needed a, rec- a tackle. They, they wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't be in any position everything. where where anybody would right. get true. They need everything. Yeah. So fine. So I. I don't think you were proven right. They needed a tackle. They you wouldn't everything. be in a position where we're sitting here. Forty-seven percent of listeners want somebody from the offensive line. Audience hates offensive line. They yeah. don't want offensive line no. talk. They don't want any that's of this. That's not true. The ones who played offensive line in high school want to justify their existence. So that's why they bring it up. What are you saying about our audience? Bunch of big boys. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> 
Most of, most of the people who asked me anyway, if we ever played outside of you know last just year's to quarterback. tack onto the offensive line point, every indication this year it was fr- it wasn't from like great offensive lines and football elevating the rest of the team. No, it was good quarterbacks excelling with about? really bad offensive lines. I'm talking Fitbit, about we we spent the first half of the season talking about whether or not Philly was going to have their play like completely made illegal by the league. That was all offensive line. I don't follow. I mean, that's just yeah. The that's, just a, that's just a cheesy, cheap, uh, cheating it's, play it's that a, they do there. Gussied up quarterback. That only they could do because it was the offensive line. I, I saw more did, teams like this year go above and beyond what their their trashy offensive lines were able to put together. Second string oh, like guys, third string guys. The Giants bringing guys off the couch to come and and play. Look, I agree. To a point. It's an important position. But with every please, single please issue don't you let have me right the now, the big boy girl over no, that's, here. No, you are. You, you're the you're the, you're the you're the offensive line one. That's you. Tackle, tackle, freaking tackle. This I, is some. Sh- I didn't make this. It's annoying that people <laughs> pretend like it's something that you can just like plaster together and conjure out of air, conjure. Conjure out of air. Look, I, I just I I think at a certain point you can address it, but I am not prioritizing it. It goes quarterback at three, and then it goes wide receiver in free agency, and any combination of Evans, Ridley. Pittman, who am I missing? Who's the other prominent one that I'm missing? Higgins. Thank you. T. Higgins, duh. So, like, any co- I want two of those guys. Oh, Samuel is who you Two are. of those guys before I even sign one offensive lineman. That's what I want. That's how, when I say prioritize it and burn cash. This is Jones math. Burn it on two of those guys before I spend on one offensive lineman. Higgins and Pittman. Evans and Ridley. Like, that. that's what I want. Get your quarterback at three, give him real weapons, and I'll figure out how to protect him. And guess what? If he's mobile, if he's Jaden Daniels, or if he's Caleb Williams, or even if he's Drake May, the least mobile of the three, but still a guy who can be a dual-threat quarterback, you're going to need your offensive line that much less. I think you saw that a tiny bit with Bailey Zappi last year. Same offensive line, in some ways a worse offensive line. And he was more mobile and made more plays because of it. So you get a real mobile quarterback, that offensive line will matter even less. And just to tack on to that real quick, when these guys, because I agree, you can get a lot of these receivers. When guys start going off the board, you don't have to lift the bottom of the barrel and scrape what's underneath it and go, here's your offensive line. Like you, there, There's a line between, you know, like Mike McGlinchey was the name you were interested yeah. in. I go, there's a line between the number one guy and, and literally Reef. the bottom, right, right, right. the absolute bottom of what you can get. I would That's say Mike really McGlinchey was pretty much like the top of he free was a, agency he was, That was year. a big ticket. Tyron Smith, whoever. I'm just saying, Again, you don't need top. to cheap out on every single position yeah. like they did going into last year. So look, uh, we both vote wide receiver. Honestly, if you can't tell, actually all three of us vote wide receiver. Uh, offensive line is leading the way. Quarterback at 14%. If there were better free agent quarterbacks and I didn't like the kids in the draft, then that one should get more love. That's at 14%. Thank God only 1% is a defense. I agree with the texter it's earlier. Only 1%. 1.3%. Thank God. Because I wouldn't spend a penny. I wouldn't spend a cent on defense. I wouldn't. Your defense is fine. Overrated last year, but fine. And you, you should spend 1.3% no, of the $65 million dollars on that. Too high. I don't want I don't want draft picks there. I don't want a penny on defense. Not a cent. So where are you burning your cash? Offense and at the skill position. That's me. You want Phil Perry's three-point plan? I think it just posted at NBC Sports Boston. Yes. Put some brains on this show. Uh, This was uh, within the last hour. I just saw it. Uh, Three-point plan. Phil Perry. This is how you burn cash. Ready? Okay. I'm going to preface this by saying I hate it. Mike and Wenyu, re-sign him. Yes. I like it. I'm already on it. Uh, The middle one I like, Calvin Ridley. Okay. And apply the franchise tag to Hunter Henry. (laughs) 
your three-point plan is bringing back on when you and Henry. I like the first two. I, I don't. I don't like the third one. I like I like the middle one. I like one. the third one because he hung up on Fourier. That was not nice. Tight end on tight end crime. <laughs> Makes me like him a little more. Yeah, I, I agree. That's that rude. Yeah. yeah. That would be... Oh, good. I, I would hate to talk to a guest every week who was rude to our faces. Fourier, Fourier was trying to ask a nice question about who you would throw to the killer whales. <laughs> and Hunter no, 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 Henry's no, no, no. like, that I'm wasn't too Hunter Henry. for this. That wasn't Hunter Henry. That was too... I don't think, was it? No. no it was just, to Lawrence That guy. was the Lawrence guy. I'm just being cute. So I saw there was like, there's like these uh, killer whales... <laughs> Have been attacking these yachts and boats uh, in s- different countries. Economical with these and, uh, The question is, would you kill your friend? Uh, the, the, the question is, would you would you throw your friend overboard to sacrifice them so the killer whales the eat boat? them and you survive? Who else is on the boat? Me. Like if it's just me and you on the boat? Yeah, are you throwing me overboard? Throwing and uh, they disabled the boat. Who's <laughs> who's who's my future co-host? <laughs> and then they end whoever up, you want someone ends up getting killed. Whoever mm. you want, someone ends up getting killed, mm. thrown overboard. I'm curious, like if you're on a boat, <laughs> franchise. Speaking of tight ends, franchise tag uh, for this year would be twelve million, just over twelve million dollars for no. Hunter Henry. That's pretty much what he's been making. Okay, so. you should have traded away on when you to get something for him. Same thing with Henry, but no one probably wanted him. Calvin Ridley, I'm okay with. That's... You realize there's a pot of killer whales. <laughs> would you kill a family member? <laughs> Would you sacrifice a child is what I want to know. It's uh, extremely annoying that you have to re-sign Unwenu that way when you could have re-signed it him much earlier. But I still think it's the right move. Yeah. Uh, look, that, that re-signing your own guys to me, is not that's not burning cash. That, that, that is not how I envision burning cash. That's Follow-up question. That's just bringing, just throw that, somebody overboard and say, here you go. I'm kind of understanding now why Hunter Henry hung up on him. Ugh. <laughs> uh. That's not how I envision. But running back the same crap roster is not. That's not burning your cash. Ooh, running backs. You could burn some money on that. Oh, I, I do like running backs. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. More your feedback coming up. Uh, Mel Kiper with a mock draft today. Uh, how do we feel about the potential of Drake May dropping into the Patriots' laps? Is that good news for them, or are they missing out on Jaden Daniels, who a lot of fans are talking themselves into? We can get to that along with the latest on Bill Belichick and the holdup in Atlanta. That's right after trending with Ryan Gar. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 
You're listening to Jones and Mako on WEEI. There's a lot of buzz going around right now about the Atlanta job, but the executives that mm-hmm. are there are trying. And I've heard this, I'm telling you from so many different people that they don't, basically Arthur Blank wants to hire Belichick and mm-hmm. all the front office people in Atlanta don't want to hire Belichick because it's like any big company. Fran- sports franchises are like microcosms of all big companies. The people that run the franchises, they just want to keep their jobs. Right. They're in job preservation mode. So they're like, you know what? Maybe we hire Raheem Morris. It's like, yeah, you hire Raheem Morris. He's young. You'll have your job for five more years. Yeah. You bring in Belichick. He's going to be, you think Belichick's going to listen to like McVeigh's kid, whatever that guy's name is, yeah. John McVeigh's son or Fontenot. He's not going to be, he's going to be like, I'm going to do my own thing. One, two, get down. Bill Simmons on his podcast on the hold up with Bill Belichick in Atlanta. I mean, this is what I think it is. And we've been talking about it for a while. Rich McKay, not McVeigh. Rich McKay is a an impediment with the Falcons for Bill. Bill wants to run the show. It's probably the whole reason he's even interested in Atlanta. He doesn't want to go not have final say under Jerry Jones. And he doesn't want to go not have final say with Howie Roseman or wherever else. I don't know what the structure would look like in Buffalo. And I guess I, I didn't watch the press conference today, but I guess Brandon Bean made it clear. Sean McDermott didn't go anywhere. We'll see. But Bill wants full control, especially at this stage in life. I mean, he's had it, number one. He's 72. He wants to go get the Shula record. I don't think he cares about winning a Super Bowl. I don't think he wants to be told what to do. What 72-year-old you know likes being told what to do? What what grandfather? He's literally a grandfather. I'm not saying that pejoratively. He is a grandfather. What what grandfather likes being told what to do? Who, who, not, not in my experience, did my grandparents you know enjoy being told do? what to do? What? Uh, when they're like, can you show me how to install the new yeah, thing on right. my maybe, phone? Maybe something <laughs> dumb like technology. <laughs> but like, show me the thing to how it installs on my phone. I, 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 my experience, and maybe, maybe it, it speaks to my how experience. How do I get Facebook on my phone? Most 72 year olds don't like being told what to do. He doesn't want to be told what to do. And so Arthur Blank is balking at the idea of, extracting Rich McKay, who right now is running all of his day-to-day operations, not just for the football team, but for the MLS team as well, among other things. And Bill says, get him out of there or shove him off to the side. He used to work for the league. He worked on the competition committee. I don't want to deal with that. So I'm not taking the job if I have to deal with that. And the problem for Bill is, Mego, he may not have any other options. It doesn't appear he has any other options, which is why I keep thinking about something we asked Tommy Curran about last week. And something we heard Tommy Curran say, I think the week prior, maybe Bill's going to TV or something like that. I mean, Al Michaels was talking about it on Amazon a month plus ago. While Ryan Fitzpatrick was saying, gee, I wonder if they could run it back with Mac Jones. Al Michaels was up there blabbing about Bill Belichick doing TV with Tom Brady, etc. So, look, I think Arthur Blank is going to cave at the end of the day, but I hope he doesn't. Good for him. You should not let Bill Belichick run everything. If you do, it's going to look like last year. It worked when Brady was with him. Without Brady, I don't want him running the whole thing. And unless he talks Brady out of retirement, and I don't think Brady would come back to play for him, I, I don't think it's going to work if Bill's running the show. It didn't here. It's just an enormous risk. And I would ask what you think the uh, like what you think the highest highs you're going to get back, the return, I guess, that you're going to get back from that risk is. 
Are you going to be able to get a Kirk Cousins or Ryan Tannehill or one of these other free agent quarterbacks to come in? Or maybe somehow you pick something with the eighth pick, whatever. Can you go farther than Tampa Bay went this year? Like, to me, that's as far as you'd possibly go. And maybe I'll eat my words, but that feels like with the setup there, that would be you getting lucky. And then you're ba- you're paying Bill Belichick twenty five plus million dollars a year. He's probably with you for two or three years until he gets the record, and then he retires, and then you're kind of back at square one. I mean, I don't think that you're getting a Super Bowl out of it. I don't even think you're getting a conference championship out of it. But you're in a good division to get to. Uh, to to move on and to move forward and get into the playoffs. Other than that, like, I'm not sure that that's totally dependent on Bill Belichick the way that other organizations like Buffalo, like Dallas, if they were still in it, maybe even like Philly could talk themselves into we're a piece away and the piece is the winning guy in Bill Belichick. Yeah, and again, you know, that was a while ago. That was with Tom Brady. Uh, how's it look without him? So I think Arthur Blank is going to cave. But I'd say good for him. If, if this is how he's looking at it, and he says, I don't want to turn my franchise over to a 72-year-old. Yes, text line. He turns 72 in April, so he'll be a 72-year-old coach for this team. I'm not turning it over to a guy who hasn't won a playoff game in five years, has missed the playoffs three out of the last four years, looks like the game has passed him by, was feuding with players and coaches last year, never mind his owner. I'm not inviting that. I want some checks and balances. Good for Arthur Blank if that's what he's doing. Jim is in Wilmington. Go ahead, Jim. Hey, uh, great, uh, great talk about Belichick. I wish him the best. Uh, hopefully he'll succeed. But getting back to the draft and quarterbacks, uh, you know, Curran was on earlier talking about that. Uh, three names, Tom Brady, Bart Starr, and Brock Purdy. Uh, they have a lot in common, not commenting on their level of greatness, of course, and great coaches saw that in them. Uh, fearless when the game is on the line and they can see practically the whole field and know how to execute. This is what Curran said, Jim, they, or this is what you're saying? I'm confused. No, that's what I'm saying. I Curran's see. saying, you know, pick the brightest star from the tree. I TV. see. Got it. Got no. It, got, it. got it. Draft smart. I think you could get two quarterbacks, uh, one that could maybe start and be really good, and one that could be a career backup. I say keep Zappy. Go for the wide receiver. You know, I, I so Jim, I, Jim, I feel that. like we're a bit we're a bit all over the place, but I'll I'll try to follow the logic here. Draft a couple of quarterbacks, but keep Zappy. So you're dra- you're and go you're get doing, a wide receiver. You're doing the full Washington is what you're doing. We were just talking about this off air. We were. So why why were we talking about that? Did it was was I that was off the text ma- line? I was joking. Or off the phone I was screen? I was joking because we got a text that said draft a quarterback and then use the next eight picks on the offensive line. And I said, well, why don't you just go in and you draft like four quarterbacks and you that's, have them duel was, it yes. out in training camp, which is a rid- ridiculous idea. I was making a joke. But you said, well, Washington did the two. Yeah. Is it ridiculous to draft a quarterback in the first round and then another one in like the sixth or seventh round? Is that Puts, ridiculous? Well, maybe not if it's the sixth and seventh round. I don't know that you'll find a backup in that round, like a true backup. I do think there's something to the point that Arcan has made, which I I hate saying his name because he can't come to work. Um, Like the point that there is value to having a Brian Hoyer type in the locker room. Somebody who's been around the league, somebody who can help you make the transition into being a pro. Like I do like that having that kind of backup and I do think that they lack that this year. I also just think it makes for 
just a lot of discomfort when your direct competition is in the room with you and you're in the same class. Yeah. Who's the guy in Houston? You brought him up before. Who's the guy in Houston that's brought along Stroud this year? You brought this up, Ryan. Was it uh, Keenum? Not, not Davis Mills. Case Keenum? Oh, no, it was Case Keenum, yeah. Keenum, yeah. No, not Davis Mills. Case Keenum. And so, look, maybe there's some value in that. So draft another young kid and develop him. Like Houston a- thought so because they weren't willing to to move on from him based on on what the uh, direction of development he brought C.J. Stroud. Yeah, so keep developing Zappy as your three and bring in a, a real veteran sounding board for your rookie, whether it's Daniels or May or whomever. I, I'm also okay with if there's a kid that you like, Rob Mayo and the, the new coaching staff, GM if there is one, offensive coordinator, if you like one, take one in the sixth and seventh round, try to develop him. Then you have your your veteran backup uh, to work with the starter and bring him along. I wouldn't mind that. I didn't get where he was going with the wide receiver and everything else, nor the Bart star, Brock Purdy. Who was the other one? Tom Brady. Brady, thank you. I, I didn't quite understand Ooh, that Patriots tangent. Patriots quarterback coach, Tom Brady. But uh, you know what? You call from Vermont, you call back anytime. 617-779-7937. You can start jumping in line for Rich Keefe. He comes your way at the top of the hour. Meanwhile, I forgot to tease ahead on this one, Mego, uh, so my yeah. mistake. But it's time for Megsplaining. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Meg-splaining. Meg-splaining. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. I like Elton John. I don't like this song, but I like Elton John. This song rules. What was it? What was her claim earlier? She liked this better than. Uh, I'm still standing. Yeah, right. Horrible take. Dare you? Appa- as a as uh, somebody on Twitter put it, an appalling take. I'm still reeling from that. What's the best Elton John song? I love Rocket Man. Uh, Rocket, you know, Rocket you Man. know that Rocket Man is too emotional for me. I'm gonna stick with I'm still standing. I didn't know that. That's Rocket, a good second. Yes, yeah. we, we've talked about this. On it's the old not show. this. It's not Crocodile. Rocket yeah, Man is a song that like it makes me uncomfortable to listen to in front of other people because it makes me feel like I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Put it on. No, it's just too emotional. Put it on. Let's see. What's emotional about this song? It's so emotional. Is it? Yeah, it's just like a longing. <laughs> Hit but me. my favorite one is Tiny Dancer. I like Tiny Dancer too. Tiny but I, but great. I but I think that's just because of uh, uh, Almost Famous. I think that's the only reason I even like that song. Uh, no, I can't stop. What if I played Bill Belichick thanking the fans? <laughs> Are you actually getting emotional listening no, to this? No, this is gonna spoil Meg's fighting. This is. Yeah. Oh. So good. What's uh, this? Is his best song. Yeah, I don't As know what I. Turn it off. Can I do? Make to the play? fans, um, no. you know, the fans here are amazing. Um, you know, there's so many memories of the fans. The, Ring cam the send-offs, um, the parades, Ring cam uh, the Sundays. You know, whatever the whatever the situations are. You might have a song there, Ryan. Um, the letters of support. Uh, the you know, seeing the fans. You know, away from here. So this know, isn't explaining. No, or, can I do uh, explaining now? Okay. My boobs are out. I'm a ring cam man. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um, Oscar Getting noms. strange all over Nantucket. <laughs> Oscar noms are out. Are you laughing at yourself with that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're the one. I am uh, I am laughing at that, yes. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Do you what, watch what are the, out Oscar noms? Do you watch the Oscars? No. Oh, well, actually, I might watch Your the- Your wife definitely no, no, watches the No, I was the just going to say, I might watch the award show. I'm sorry. I won't watch any of the Oscar-worthy movies, uh, but I'll probably watch the award show, yes. Okay. I want to tell you the best picture nominations. I want you to tell me if you've heard of it and if you saw it. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Well, the answer to the second part is going to be no, but I'll tell okay. you if I've heard of it. American Fiction. No. Anatomy of a Fall. Have you heard of it? I'm with Mad Dog. No. Having these, my answers to this are all, have I heard of it? No. Okay. Barbie. Yes. Uh, that one I saw. I saw, you saw it. I saw that and I've heard of it. Yes. Okay. Well, hold on to that because people are freaking pissed. Freaking electric pissed. <laughs> the Holdovers? No. I think that was like a Netflix one. Killers of the Flower Moon? Heard of it. Haven't seen it. Maestro. That's a Bradley Cooper joint. No. No! Uh, Oppenheimer? Heard of it. Haven't seen it. Past Lives? No. Poor Things? Uh, I think I have heard of that. Because of me. Yes, correct. Yeah, I, think, I think it's mostly the only reason I've heard of Killers, of the, Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, exactly. But, but yes. Killers I've... of the Flower Moon is a Scorsese movie. How do you uh, not yeah. hear of that? So what? Who is that? With Leonardo DiCaprio. So was Scorsese. What was the old man movie that they made, too? Like, right, what does that mean? It automatically means it's good? No, nothing. Um, One final one. The Zone of Interest. No. You, you've never even heard of that? No. I think the only ones of these that I haven't heard of is I haven't heard of Anatomy of a Fall. Okay. I, I have no idea what that's about. The <laughs> well, rest of them, you. and I've seen two. I've seen Barbie and Killers of the Flower Moon. Have you followed any of the um, reaction to the Barbie snubs? Well, uh, no. I did. I think I did. Was it from the what was the past awards show that already happened? The Emmys. What 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 did they? Emmys not, is TV. So what did they not? But they got snubbed. No, for, this is today. No, I know. But the they, Oscars. I know, but there was already an award show that they only won like two awards. We talked about it. We talked oh, about it, it was on the show. the Golden Globes. Thank you. I'm sorry. Golden Globes, not Emmys. Okay, no. so Greta Gerwig, the director, did not get nominated for best director. Okay. And um, what's her face, Margot Robbie, who played Barbie, didn't get nominated for leading actress. Yeah, she wasn't. I said Barbie. The, I said this to well, you. Well, and people are. She wasn't even the best actress in that movie. People are really mad because Ryan Gosling got nominated for leading actor in Barbie, and now everybody's saying that's the patriarchy. Uh, and by everybody, I mean people on Twitter and Instagram. Got it. And they're like, this is the whole point of the movie. Well, I already hate this as a topic, but okay. So, so <laughs> that's, that's why the, I'm just, it wasn't because he I'm was good. Running, I'm running through these. Got it. Because so, women were nominated. <laughs> like, women were nominated, but just not her. Well, America Ferrer was nominated for Supporting Actress. Yeah. I, I said this, I I said this to you say, weeks ago. I don't even think Margot Robbie oh, was the best thought, actress in the movie. I thought Margot Robbie was a lot better than America Ferreira. I America the, Ferreira I thought the was daughter like, was good, too. She was good, yeah. She was, but she's like a kid actor. They, they don't get nominated that much. Okay, I'm just telling I mean, yes, I think do. Margot Robbie was the best actress in that movie. America Ferreira's oh. whole, like... No, the people agree with me. Every Well, the the people nominating, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. The, the, her whole thing in that movie was like, I'm acting, like the whole time. I just wasn't into it. I thought that Margot Robbie's was way more like physically interesting. I think Rhea Perlman was better. Um, A few other things. Killers of the Flower Moon got nominated for Best Editing. Three hour, 26 minute movie yeah, should not be allowed. To, not a heavy enough edit. To get nominated <laughs> for Best Editing. So that I fully agree I with. I saw that movie in theaters and I felt every second of the three hours and 26 minutes, including the time when I had to run outside to go to the bathroom and run back in and sit down next to Mr. Who and whisper, what happened? What did I miss? What happened? Oh, they didn't give you an intermission? No. There were illegal intermissions that were happening throughout the country at different theaters who were trying to put an intermission in the middle illegal. of the movie. Yes, and then they cracked down and were like, this is not cool. Why? This is not how the movie's meant to be seen. There's no intermission. The, the Titanic, two two tapes. Uh, Goodfellas, two, uh, Goodfellas, Godfather, rather, Godfather, two tapes. Yeah. You know, those are all two tapes. 
So there's one more. This will be at least three VHSs. Yes. (laughs) Ryan, did you see any of these? I haven't seen any of these. No. Did you see Oppenheimer? No. I didn't see Oppenheimer. I already said no. I didn't know who you were asking, but I did not. You said three hours and 26 minutes is on her. I couldn't sit through a 90-minute movie. That's in Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, That is extreme. Again, I admit I I do television shows pretty well, episodes, fine. Movies sitting through one stream of consciousness for 90 minutes is a challenge for me. It's a miracle I get through this show every day. Well, that's the ridiculous (laughs) thing, though, is that I'll be like, I can't sit there and watch Oppenheimer because it's three hours long. But Mm -hmm. then I'll sit and I'll crush like three episodes of True Detective. Yeah, no, the biggest lie is like, oh, like 22 minutes without yeah. commercials. The biggest lie anybody <laughs> yeah, says is, are, I don't have Those I, are very short. Like Seinfeld. I don't have time. We all have time. Just how are you no, going to budget? I just don't want to. Right. How are you going to budget your time? Exactly. I have I have three hours to watch trashy reality TV because that's what I want to do with it. I definitely have three hours to watch something, but I am not dedicating it to a movie. I'm just not going to. That's not what I do. I will say there's one more snub. And if you want to watch a movie that only got like one Oscar nomination, but I think you'll really enjoy, is uh-huh. May, December. And the guy in it. Why do who, I feel like? Have you talked name? about this before? I feel I think like I've, I've heard talked of it. about it before. Charles Melton. He should have gotten a best supporting actor nomination. He didn't get it. May December is the one about what's her name? Mary Kay Letourneau. Yes. Do you remember her? Yeah, the tabloid this, yeah, story. Yeah, this is. Uh, you have told me about this. So yes. and May December is Natalie Portman and what's her name? Julianne Moore. Do you guys know who Lorena Bobbitt is? Very good. Not oh, very sorry. highly recommend. That's my mistake. When are they making a Lorraine it's Bobbitt like, movie? It's like a it's like a really edgy lifetime movie is what I would describe it as. Got so it. I feel like you and Kat would very much enjoy that. Okay. One. I mean, if I was if I was gonna not if I was gonna nominate myself, if I was gonna nominate anybody who watch any of these movies, I would nominate that one. Okay. So these are uh these are Oscar snubs. These are Oscar snubs and ones I disagree with. But, but a lot of these, it's like it comes down to how many people, I know we do this all the time, but then people act like it's the audience's fault. Can I, can that I tell they you my don't know what past lives or poor things or anatomy of a fall is. Like, Can I tell you my issue? You had two of the biggest movies of the last several years and you can't fill it out with anything else? How many best movies are on there? Give me the number. Is it like eight? Okay, let me see. Well, Nine? they expanded it for this reason to make it more commercial. One, two, three, four, five, six... Seven, eight, nine. Too many. Yeah. Too many. No, that that's the idea. Is it's trying to so that you Stupid. get you get like the Dark Knight. I, in but it. I, but then then but, it's done. But now you don't have Dark Knights to put in it. Yeah, right. It's stupid. Instead, you're getting these other ones like poor things. It should which be four. It should be four. Nobody saw uh, four tops. If you want to, yeah, four. Actually, I was about to say I, maybe I would go to five. No, four tops. You can't have nine best movies of the year if you can't narrow it down to four. There weren't nine. There weren't nine. There weren't nine good movies. There I just guess- weren't. There the, weren't. The question that I have, and I mean, I don't think either one of you would have the answer for this. It's more the people who have issues with these Oscar snubs is, does your favorite movie not winning an award take away from the viewing experience? Or are you just, is it outrage for the sake of being outraged? Because if you like one of these movies that's going to be like seventh and you're like, this was my favorite movie of the year. I guess I'm just curious why you would be so upset. Like if you love the movie, who cares if it wins an award or not? Well, because you I don't want you validation. Should. Like, oh, I like good things, so I wanted to win. That's I think it's a little bit of self-validation of your own taste. What if you just think the Academy is a bunch of bozos? Then you don't need well, to worry yeah, about it. Well, yeah, I think that's how, like, probably 80% of people feel. Well, then, so Especially why worry? Especially when these nominations come out, so and you're like, what the it? hell is this? They they picked a movie with a girl having sex with a fish. Like, that. who cares? That's not a good uh, movie. That's fish, not a good movie. Fish banged Wanda, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not a good movie. I don't care what they think. Well, the Barbie snubbing, I think people feel like very personal the patriarchy. about that movie. It was yeah. patriarchy. 
It's a twist. I, I got to say, I thought if, Ryan Gosling was really good in that movie. If, me too. I if, think he should win that. If Ryan Gosling problem. were nominated for Best shot it down. Actress, I, I could see people having a problem with that. I don't see him have, being nominated for Best Supporting Actor. But then again, it's 2024, and people lose their mind over the dumbest stuff. And so I guess they're going to lose their mind over that. That's an indication that what? Men rule the world. That's that's what that's an indication of. And yet of. fewer people I mean, are upset they, that they Gary do. Sheffield isn't going to make the Baseball <laughs> Hall of Fame. I don't think you need the Oscars to tell you that no, men what, rule the this world. This is what I'm saying. That's not if a, this is a wake-up call for you, it's That's not, not a reflection of it. It would be my point. Did you, are you telling me Gary Sheffield is in the Hall of Fame? No, he's not. Oh, okay, good. I mean, I haven't looked at the ballots. He definitely shouldn't be. Uh, anyway, that was Meg explaining each and every day Do you think more people time. were aware of the Oscar nominations today or the Hall, Baseball Hall of Fame? Probably Oscar noms. Yeah. Probably. Uh, that's Meg explaining each and every day at this time here on Jones and Mego. No Arcan today. We'll see if he's back tomorrow. TBD. Uh, we'll get to Bet Roulette. Some picks for tonight. And stay tuned for Rich Keefe and Andy Hart. They come your way at the top of the hour. He was remarkable, and I went to Herm Edward. Herm compares him to Randall Cunningham. I know Lamar Jackson comps are going to be out there, but Herm said he's Randall Cunningham. I'll take that. I think the dual threat ability, Greeny, the what he did this year and last year, he th- the great thing about Jaden is he is aggressive with his legs, he's aggressive with his arm, but he doesn't turn the ball over. And to strike that balance is really rare and really impressive to me. And I think when you look at Jaden Daniels, the way he can attack a defense, the fear factor player he is, defense coordinators don't want to have to scheme to try to handle this guy. And, and, and Drake May didn't have that super unbelievable season that he needed to have. He had some struggles against Virginia, NC State, a couple games where he was throwing some picks, not really basically precise and accurate with throws that were easy throws that you got to make. But Drake also had a new coordinator. He didn't have Josh Downs. He didn't have Tez Walker early in the year. So you can excuse away some things. Bottom line is I'm not going to hate on Drake May. I really like Drake May. But when you talk about the second overall pick right now, I think Jaden Daniels right now has the edge. That was Mel Kuyper earlier today on Get Up. New mock draft. Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Drake May, number three to the Patriots. Spicy. I think it's great news. And I'm not anti-Jaden Daniels. I like Jaden Daniels. And if Washington took Drake May at two, I'd be fine with Jaden Daniels at three. Want him over Marvin Harrison. Want him over Malik Neighbors and a bunch of other receivers before I get down to the Joe Alts of the world. So I like Jaden Daniels. I do. I planted my flag early on that bandwagon. But I never said I liked him better than Williams and May. I just said I liked him as the number three quarterback in the draft, which I think has come true. So Drake May dropping to the Pats. If Kuyper's on to something or he's hearing from the league, similar critiques that we just heard there that he kind of lost it at the end of the year and he wasn't as good without the talent around him, great. Because you know who else they said that about? Josh Allen. Uh, Jordan Love. Those are guys who didn't have the greatest final year in college, lost talent around him. And I think Drake Bay, if he drops, you could be in a similar boat. I, I would love him at three. I wonder what it's how it feels to the Marvin Harrison Jr. crowd who have been extremely strong on none of these quarterbacks. Take a, a Bo Nix or Penix instead and take Marvin Harrison Jr. Does it shake your confidence at all that he's dropping a little bit? Or are you still just, well, the quarterbacks are rising because there's teams that need uh, quarterbacks? I'll speak for them. My, my, I know Keith is a big Marvin Harrison at three guy. Uh, Arcan, as we talk um, to eh. every day when he's, you know, I say every day, like, I don't know, on average four out of five days a week because he's sick more than any other adult I've ever met. 
So I, I know he's a Harrison guy. Uh, my guess is what they would say is, well, quarterbacks just get pushed to the top of the board because people overdraft him, and that's not a reflection on the league being down on Harrison. That's a, a reflection on the league being desperate and selling out for quarterbacks. Would be my guess as to how they would answer that. Uh, so that's Kuiper earlier today. Speaking of Keith, stay tuned. Him and Hart have you covered at 6 o'clock. You can dial him up, 617-779-7937. Let's get to our picks for tonight in Bet Roulette. All right, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. You don't f*** around in this place. You got it? Boom, boom. That's it. Gambling. Bet Roulette, brought to you by Cars for Kids. Easy way to donate your car. You can donate today. Your car will be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com. 877-CARS-4-KIDS, the number four, and cars with a K. Mego, you hit last night. You had the Bruins. Yes. I missed. I had over five and a half goals. I was well on my way. Three goals in the first period. I'm like, great. There's no scoring until the tail end of the game after that. What did, what did Arkan have? Arkan had the Celtics covering two and a half. So I screwed it up. Sure did. Damn it. And, right. Listen, I when Jones gets a line and goes, easy, and he doesn't let the person finish, fade him. Fade him every time. I would I would stop short of that. I would just fade me in general would be a good uh, a good rule of thumb. But I, I let us down. No more of that. Enough of that. Uh, Mego, why don't you roll? What's your pick right. for tonight? That's a four. I see a four. Uh, I had Terp help me with these. Okay. This is, as, as Terp calls it, the Battle of Cougar Mascots. What? Battle of Cougars, I'm in. Mascots. Is this ma- a joke about me? No. Battle of the Cougars. For once, it's not. It's the number number four, Houston, is a two and a half point favorite over number 21, BYU. Mego, do you like Houston minus two and a half? We're talking we're ta- basketball? We're talking basketball or BYU to cover. Um, I'll take Houston. Ooh. Betting against the home dog. Yeah. Or Cougar, as it were. Home cat. <laughs> the home cat. Can't say I watched a lot of those teams. Uh, Houston, I, they just lost for the first time all year the other day, right? I believe so that was the go. first There you go. You got to have a bounce back game. There you go. Is that it? That's all the analysis? Yeah, that's okay. all you get. Let me, uh, let me roll. What'd you get? Six. Yeah. I can't see. Uh, six, we've got some hockey action for Hockey Jones. Nice. It's the New York Rangers. Puck line, obviously, minus one and a half at the lowly San Jose Sharks. Jones. Rangers minus one and a half. Listen, listen, minus one and a half for the Rangers or plus one and a half for the <laughs> Saints. Contain yourself over there. I'm going to tell you, this is one I wanted to jump in on. And uh, if you're betting along at home, just know I wanted fade, to jump in. If I hadn't just been lectured him. about it, uh, Rangers. Rangers on the puck line. Rangers are going to win that game. The Sharks are terrible. The Rangers are the Bruins' only competition in the East. Rangers on the puck line. Uh, the one by at least two. Ryan, uh, Mega, why don't you roll quick for Give me Ryan? We're all. Give him a roll. That's I got a hardly three. A so that's more college basketball. Ooh, Maction. Maction did really well for me for football. It's Bowling Green. Oh my God. Nice. Terp. Minus one and a half versus Kent State. Oh, good Lord. You know what? Uh, I'll take Bowling Green to win at minus one and a half. It's a small number. Don't crinkle your nose like you know anything we're about all, these teams. We're right. all on. We're all on road favorites tonight. Oh my goodness oh, gracious! Yes. I don't love the odds of that. Uh, so, Mego going with Houston at BYU. Give me those big road cats. I got Rangers on the puck line at San Jose, and Ryan is taking Bowling Green, favored by a point and a half at Kent State. Is Terp a big, uh, big college hoops guy? You a big college hoops guy, Terp? There wasn't hoops much guy. to pick from. <laughs> All right, slim pickings out there. Uh, stay tuned. Rich Keefe and Andy Hart have you covered. 617-779-7937. Call them up. 
Listen there, and we'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Maybe with Arcan, maybe I not. I don't think so. It's right here on WEEI. That's you the pumpkin market. I don't know me. this song. And the card inside would say thank you for <laughs> being a friend. La, la, da, 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 da. Yeah, I twerk to that. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.